that's my name. <laughs> I have one question for you before we get started. When you woke up today, did you say to yourself, today you're going to talk or today you're going to skate? Again? Uh, yeah, talk, actually. Because uh, we're old and our ankles hurt. and Very much. I haven't skated in a very long time. And Rachel says her vagina dries up when she watches people rollerblade. So. <laughs> There's the perfect intro. That'd do it. <laughs> this is Sharks Across Hollywood and me, Andrew, over here. The heteropod mate, Rev, whatever the fuck his name is these days, I don't even know. Uh, <laughs> I'm reliving my childhood by watching this movie. Uh, I'm reliving your childhood by watching this movie, which is not something I really wanted to do, but uh, I've had worse times. <laughs> it is the third, I believe, Disney Channel original movie, which they abbreviate as DCOM, and I always thought that was Disney comedy for the longest time until I realized, oh, it means Disney Channel original movie. Oh, yeah. Channel original movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is definitely one of the ones that is up there for most people who, most people in my age age group, these movies are still being made, I believe, today, these kinds of movies. They did one like every six months or something, and then all of a sudden, when like late 1999 hit, they did one a month. So, like, half of them were shit. <laughs> yeah, I'll bet. <laughs> At that rate. That was pre-High School Musical, though, so... Oh, yeah. Oh, that yeah. was very pre-High School Musical. High School Musical didn't come out until I was out of high school, I believe. Yeah, because I was, I was thinking, like, High School Musical probably kicked off a real boom, you would think, being as popular as it became. But, um, yeah, that was way after. The first Disney Channel original movie came out in 97. Prior to this, they did, like, Disney Channel premiere films. Oh, okay. Yeah, and there were a few of them that I watched. I watched The Paper Brigade a bunch of times. Wish Upon a Star, Suzy Q. Those ones are heavily played in 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 my brain constantly. They're under wraps with Mario Yadidia. It's the one about the mummy. The guy from Coach plays the mummy. Uh, you Lucky Dog, starring Kurt Cameron, was the second one. <laughs> no shit. Yeah, in 1998. And okay. then Brink was the third one. And then Halloween Town, which is widely considered one of the best ones and i a, have heard of halloween halloween town. town's pretty good it's it's cheesy and dumb because it's for like eight to 12 year olds of course yeah. but it's if if you can get past that it's fun and it's ridiculous and it is actually a legit decent family halloween movie now question was hocus pocus pre that because i remember you saying hocus pocus was made as a disney channel movie hocus pocus came out in 1993 it was originally okay. intended to be the i believe well a, a disney channel movie uh -huh. but then something happened and kenny ortega's like fuck that noise i haven't made high school musical yet but i'm telling you guys what to do <laughs> well he probably knew it was going to be a big hit it certainly had it written all over it wasn't in the theater though because nothing ever fucking is all the 90 wait 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 yeah. you're telling no. me hocus pocus didn't hit big in the theater no do, do really? any of them none of the movies that i like ever did good did well sorry sorry grammar please none of the movies <laughs> that i like today really did well in the theater except for ninja huh. turtles maybe well obviously ninja turtles did well highest grossing independent movie <laughs> yeah, of all but, time for a few years there but mostly mostly all the movies that i love maybe not bombed but didn't do very well in the theater huh yeah, all right i i thought for sure hocus pocus had to have been a huge hit it didn't completely bomb but it wasn't 
It was it wasn't like the a hit, yeah. All right. There's yeah, no uh, high school musical. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah. So when did high school musical end up coming out? I can't even remember. January twentieth, two thousand six. Okay. Speaking of which, if you're a high school musical fan, hop on over to our Patreon and listen to us talk about Sunday school musical, which isn't even fucking high school musical. But we <laughs> talked about it a little on there anyway. I watched the the Disney Channel for a very long time, and I think the last wow, no, it keeps going. I keep, I'm like, oh, no, that's the last one. Nope, that's the last one. The last uh, <laughs> Disney Channel original movie that I watched on the Disney Channel okay. was in 2009. It was the Wizards of Waverly Place movie. I watched that. Anyways, we're talking about Brink, though. Brink, the third Disney Channel original movie. One of my favorites growing up for years and years and years. I got aggressive inline skates just because of this fucking movie. <laughs> Yeah, there was like martial arts and rollerblading movies. I loved Airborne, and I loved this. My internet crush recommended this as well. So, um, oh seriously. So I I was already primed to uh, to watch it, and then of course you know you've been recommending it for years. So I was like, all right, let's let's do this. And uh, I gotta say, it was fine. It was fine. It was it was fun. I I had a good time watching it. I was a little bit irritated with the main kid because he's got the dopiest smile in the world. Eric Von Detten. Yes. He's like a beautiful, beautiful little dude. And then he has the new. He has such a dopey <laughs> smile. It's obviously, you know, he's not doing anything wrong. It's just, <laughs> it's, I'm just watching it going, the fuck was with that smile? It's just my own personal dopey smile prejudice, I guess. And then, of course, they, they cast the villain of the piece pretty well because he's got one of the most punchable faces in the history of Disney Channel cinema, which is saying something. He has got fucking crazy eyes oh my god i i hated this kid start to finish there is no there's room on team rad moment in this movie and good because fuck this guy <laughs> well there is tech well there's there's room on team x blades yeah but that's because they're kicking his <laughs> ass off this is not a you're all right larusso moment no no, not at all this that's like if johnny was actually the bad guy and then <laughs> and then john crease is like you know what? You're not so bad, dude. You want to come? You want to <laughs> yeah, come? Yeah, you want to join Cobra Kai? <laughs> <laughs> Even though in the Karate Kid, Daniel has Daniel's not good at all. He just kind of lucked into winning because he's like because he was doing it for the right reasons. According yeah, to Mr. Miyagi. No, was it was smarter or whatever. That was 100 percent bullshit. Johnny's in this case, definitely the better martial yeah, artist. In this case, technically, Brink is one of the best skaters ever. Apparently, yeah. he's he's certainly supposed to be within the universe of the movie. I don't know enough about inline skating to have an opinion on his style or ability. It honestly all looks the same to me. I, I couldn't tell you what the difference is between any of them. The announcers tell you what to think. Don't worry. Yeah. And I kind of just had to rely on that. Like, okay, all right. And then they were saying something about like a low drop in. And that was when I realized like, oh, okay. So it's better for them to hit their skates higher on the ramp when coming down than lower on the ramp. Well, yeah. like you get more points. You get more, I didn't fucking get know more that. points. You get more speed. I had no fucking idea. This is all new information to me. You ever played a Tony Hawk's pro skater game? Just like that. No, I've never played a Tony Hawk's pro skater. What? Game. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. I'm like, I did play Dave Mira BMX. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Same concept, I guess. But yeah, I mean, that's basically Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. I'm pretty sure it was made in the same engine and everything. Uh, similar, but it, just because you know the mechanics of the bike are a fucking lot different. Yeah, you've never played a Tony Hawk's. I've Pro never Skater played game? a Tony Hawk's Pro Skater game. It wasn't my generation, man. Oh, like, 
Yes, it was. It fucking kept coming out the whole time. Yeah, but like, like I wasn't in. I wasn't a teenager at the time. Like I was an adult when the first Tony Hawk came out. Oh, and I was man. not a skater. I tried skating, was terrible at it. Did not stick with it because I'm a big pussy, and I hate to fall down and hurt my knees and my hands and my elbows. Me too. That's why uh, I don't know why I played the game. I don't really. I don't really understand why it spoke to me in such a way because it came out in 1999, I think. Yeah. And I wasn't a skater. I was a rollerblader. I was never a rollerblader. I was never any of that shit. Hey, that's fine. I'm not trying to take it away from you. I'm just saying. I never played it, so I know nothing about it. Oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, okay, that is a conversation for another time. <laughs> Whew. Uh, I, uh, I'm getting, like, heart palpitations because of that now. I'm like, oh, For the listener, okay. when I arrived today at the podcast, Ooh. Andrew was in the midst of playing Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2, the remake. Which I've heard good things about. I don't know. I, I I actually do have it. It was the it was the free game of the month on PSN one month, and so I I have it in my library. I've do just it, man. It. Just check it out. There's tutorials and stuff. You don't you don't have to be a fucking spaz about it. You don't have to be good like me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really not that good now. Like that, I see people like doing it online, and so I'm like, how the fuck do you do that? <laughs> what the fuck? How are you like all this stuff? I'm like, good lord, all these people are insane. We'll see. I don't know. I'm enjoying Mario Odyssey right now. That's what I've been playing the shit out of. Well, play Tony Hawk. God damn it. Anyways, let's get started. Let's talk about Brink. I've loved this movie since it came out. Uh, I was 11, and I already liked skating. I went every Friday, Saturday night, had the rollerblades, but then I saw this movie, and I'm like, what the fuck are those? I want those. Those big, bulky, goddamn, ugly as shit, fucking aggressive inline skates. <laughs> And I got some, and they were fucking awesome. We meet Brink. He is the happy-go-lucky, happy-happy guy of the movie. Very, very happy. <laughs> I love the opening scene because, you know, it's got some bouncy, like, ska music. He runs downstairs, and he's like, and Mom's like, hey, how you doing? He's like, I'm good. I'm happy. I'm in a good mood. We're all having fun. Blah, blah, blah. And then he, <laughs> his fucking dad. <laughs> on his way out, he bumps into his dad, and his dad's like, hey, watch it. And he's like, what up, dad? And then I love, I love the dad. He makes me so happy. Played by uh, the guy who played Tackleberry in the Police Academy movies. That's where I know him from. Um, I know him. He from... died this year, actually. He died a long time ago. Oh, I thought he died this year. Nope. He died in like 2000 something. No. Yeah. It was recently. It was 2001. What? <laughs> yeah. What fucking. Ma- I'm. I swear. It, it's true. <laughs> We're shifting universes, man. Because I remember him dying earlier this year. I remember somebody posting. Some shit about he died, and it wasn't COVID. Are you sure it wasn't like an anniversary of his death sometime, no. in, sometime in April? No. Although it might have been sometime in April. But, that's, when he, that's when he was born, that's no, when he died. He fucking died. He, I swear he died this year or last year. I would sw- I would have sworn it in court. And you would have been beheaded. because I wouldn't have been beheaded. I would have been found guilty of perjury, maybe. I'm going to go but with you beheading. Can't, it's not perjuring yourself if you actually believe it. It's going to be okay, man. But he's been dead for 22 whole years. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I knew he was dead. I didn't know he was, like, drinking age dead. Which sucks, because I, I love him. Like, he's an asshole. His ghost can go to bars now. Yeah, no shit. He's an asshole, right? But I'm like, he's the quintessential late 80s, 90s dad. Well, maybe, maybe he's, he's nicer than a late 80s dad. And he's, like, coming up on the 21st century dad where he, like, doesn't quite understand his kid, but he kind of tries. Yeah. Later. 
Yeah, then, he's he's definitely got that curmudgeonly dad thing going for sure. He's got, just, he, he's got he's got real '90s dad energy. Oh yeah, I love their interaction. He the kid bumps into him. He's like, "Hey, watch it!" And he's like, "What up, dad?" And then as he's leaving, his dad goes, <laughs> "English that up." <laughs> <laughs> and it makes me makes me happy. I just I love their back uh, and forth because parents in parents in the '80s and '90s man were not they were not cool with the uh, slang. And then Brink, of course, he's proving himself to be a slight irresponsible kid, but apparently his mom made him clean his room before he left. Which he did. Which he did, and she's like, why are you late? She's like, oh, did you clean your room? And he's like, that's why I'm late. So, yes, he cleaned his room. <laughs> she's so, like, stop foraging, as he dumps Hershey's chocolate syrup oh, into yeah. his mouth. With with, with milk. <laughs> the milk comes later, though. He doesn't, like, shake his head like they would in a sitcom. <laughs> I'm pretty sure uh, the sitcom that David Graff actually did appear on in one or two episodes. Uh, which one was that? Because I know, I know he definitely appeared in one. Step by step. You know, that's funny because that's exactly the one I was thinking when I thought, <laughs> squirt the chocolate, pour the milk, shake your head. I was thinking one of the step by step kids would do that. I did not think it was the one that David <laughs> Graff appeared in, though. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it was JT who's, who did the thing. And he shakes his head. I oh, he remember. actually did it. Yeah. Like oh. They literally did it in the show. You know what? I, I, that's pro- I probably saw that and remember it, but like only on a subconscious level. So yeah, so Brink's late, getting to his friends. They're waiting at the bus stop. It's, it's apparently the weekend. Just before he but gets they gotta there. They got to make it to the pit. They got to get to the pit. Just before he gets there, the bus comes by, and they're like, oh, God, this is the weekend. You know how long we're going to have to wait for the next bus? And then he gets there, and he's like, sorry, guys. My mom made me clean my room. Oh, before that, though, we, we meet Peter... Gabriella and Jordy. Jordy's out of his fucking mind. And he's kind of paranoid. Which one's Jordy? He's kind of the chubby face one. Okay. He's like, maybe something happened to him. Maybe he got hit by a car or maybe such and such. And then Gabriella's like, or maybe he was kidnapped by aliens. And Jordy goes, don't joke. That happened to an uncle of mine. <laughs> so he's that guy. He's their dumb friend. Right. He's lovable as shit, but he's dumb. Yeah. And Peter is like the second in command personality kind of guy. Like, he's not good enough to be the boss, but he's good enough to be the right-hand man. Yeah. He appears in a couple Disney Channel original movies. He's in Miracle in Lane 2, the true story about the kid, the paralyzed kid who has spina bifida, who does oh, okay. the soapbox racers. And he he's in that show So Weird, which is like a horror show in the early 2000s on the Disney Channel. I don't know. I'll bet that was some edgy shit. Oh, we, f- we forgot to mention Gabriella, who is the girl. So she's just lucky to be there. Although, in fairness, she does almost kick his ass in that downhill. Yeah. Like, she pulls- I was honestly expecting her to come back and at the end for Brink to be like, you know what? You need to do this because she was doing better than him. Yes. But no, no fucking way. The movie is called Brink, <laughs> damn it. We're not that. Disney hadn't gotten that woke yet. I mean, she is a person of color. Yes. And it's actually mentioned and like defended and shit. Yeah, it comes up. Because Val's a racist asshole. Of course he and is. And a sexist asshole. Because he's, he's the biggest piece of shit. <laughs> he's such a dickhole. I fucking hate that dude. We'll, we'll legitimately meet him in a couple minutes here. But this is where the big line comes in. You know, they Brink gets there, and they're like, God damn it, we got to get down to the pit. Otherwise, we're going to lose our chance and we'll have to wait. The pit. They explain the rules yes. sort of later. And uh, It's a first-come, first-serve basis. So Brink sits down, and he's like, hey, man, we got it covered. He pulls out his, he pulls out his skate, and then Jordy's like, dude, you're not suggesting that we skate all the way down to the beach, do you, are you? Because that's like a million miles away, and blah, blah, blah. And, 
Everybody's just like, shut up, put on your fucking skates. That was my thought. Like, why the fuck? Like, you're going to skate. Just fucking skate there, dude. And this is where the big line comes in. You got all these great paved roads. It's L.A. Like, you got all that all that pavement. Like, I grew up in the suburbs where, like, (laughs) we had, like, a bunch of dirt roads and shit. No sidewalks. And, you know, it's like, yeah, I, I could get fucked with my skating. I did try to skate, but the roads were just too fucking rough for it. Oh, man, I... I, I, I hit it real hard. I skated all the time. I was never this cool, though. Well, you grew up in Montana, so, you know, you, you're you a hardier bunch than we are. Well, that, I grew up in Tacoma. That might be true. So the big line comes in here, one of the big lines. You know, Brink looks at them all and says, hey, did you wake up today? And like I said at the beginning, did, when you woke up today, did you <laughs> say to yourself, today I'm going to talk or today I'm going to skate? So let's just fucking go. And then we get a skating montage set to a song that I don't know. And I thought it was fastball for like three seconds. And then I'm like, nope, no, it's not fastball at all. No, pretty fastball, I'm pretty sure, isn't it? That's uh, around the same time because you get uh, Johnny it's Tsunami. It's definitely not fastball. Johnny Tsunami comes out a few months later and they have a fastball song. In oh, movie. okay. All right. And also, it's uh, Brink says, it's the perfect perfect start to the last day of summer vacation. So there's some exposition for you. Get, get, get you oriented in the year. By the way, this movie took way too fucking long to get to a montage. I was like, come on, man. What's going on? I know. It should have been frame one, right? Yeah. we Like, <laughs> why did we not open on a montage? That's where we should have opened. We had to wait two whole minutes. Like, Rad knew what it was doing. Thrashin knew what it was doing. This movie, playing second fiddle, guys. Not to mention that Rad still has one of the best fucking opening credit sequences of all time. It really does. I don't give a shit what anybody says. Oh, no. I'm 100% with you. People are, people can be like, no, Spider-Man has a great opening. Fuck. Fuck Spider-Man. What? Don't fuck Spider-Man. Fuck Spider-Man. Spider-Man's great, but... Fuck Spider-Man. But Rad, come if on. They, if Rad <laughs> did anything right, if Rad did anything right, it's those opening credits. And that dance sequence. God damn, that dance sequence. Where Lori Laughlin is played by a dude. <laughs> Who looks like Freddie Mercury in a wig. It's delightful. Just a huge fucking shoulders. <laughs> so, so they get down to the skate park. It's called The Pit. And they start doing some awesome blading shit. Dude, if I had a pit around, I I would have been more enthusiastic about skating. I gotta say, because that place is rad. Uh, yeah, they they're doing they're flipping all over the place. Peter can't land a five forty to save his goddamn life. This poor kid. He, he, I mean, you knew he was gonna pull it out in the competition because it's that kind of movie. But this guy, he could not land it. There's a dude who's getting ready to take some pictures. He's from Inline Magazine, which I believe was a real publication back in the day, or maybe it still is. I don't know. Probably was, yeah. They're, they've probably gone online. It's like inline.com or something like that. And, you know, the the four of them are like, oh, dude, he's here, man. Let's, let, let, he's going to take let's pictures. Let's give something probably... to see. No, he says, let's show him what soul skating's all about. Oh, my God, mentioned... that's right. Uh, the mentioned... first mention of soul yes. skate, the first of many. I mentioned you. the term last week, and you're like, God, I hope that's in the movie. And I'm like, <laughs> it's oh, you all know it. over the movie. Oh, my God. That means you skate for fun and not for money because you're pure. Got some things to say about that later. That is such a teenager thing. They're skating, and then the guy's not taking any pictures. Everybody's like, well, what the fuck are they waiting for? And then cue the villains just zooming in overhead like a bunch of badasses. Team fucking X-Blades with a Z. There's no E in there. Team X-Blades. They missed their opportunity to play Yellow and Black Attack by Striper. Oh, God. <laughs> no. Uh, no Striper. Yes, Striper. Striper rules. Hail Satan. Let's listen to Slayer instead. That's fine. We can play Slayer back to back with Striper. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Heaven and Hell tour, baby. Have you heard of that? No. 
there was a suggested tour back in the back in the eighties where it was proposed. It never happened, as far as I know. But they were going to have Kiss and Striper tour together as the, on the Heaven and Hell tour. That was that was what sounds, was proposed. Sounds ridiculous. That would have been awesome. And I'm kind of sad that it didn't happen. I would love to have seen that. Val is the team captain of X Blades, and we also meet Jimmy. We'll talk about him in a little later. I kind of skipped over him. Val is a fucking tool. Yeah. So this he sees and this Peter. poor guy. He looks like a tool. He does. I feel bad for like if I don't know the actor might be a perfectly nice guy, but wow, he is playing that character, boy. Like every moment, he just his face is like. Like, if the phrase, I know you are, but what am I, had a face. Val has crazy eyes. He's just an evil-looking motherfucker. There's no way, you're right, he could be anything other than a villain here. He's got the nope. long, flowing hair. I bet if he took off his shirt, there'd be fucking rippling abs, too. For and, sure, And yeah. he sprays himself with oil every day before he puts on his shirt, so yeah, I'm sure absolutely. it's just... Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's pure he, speculation. He just, he just glistens. I know he's like 16, but still... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying I, I'm just, I'm just saying like theoretically like. And there's a couple looks he gives Brink later where I'm like, uh, you you know that comment about the strawberry milkshake mm-hmm. you make later? Yeah, um, I no, think that was a little over aggressive. I think you might I think you might want require that strawberry milkshake. That strawberry yeah. milkshake. <laughs> well, yeah, he's the team captain of X Blades, and then Jimmy's like, hey, uh, I want to get a picture of the blades, the blades. Cause he's a cool guy. I want to get a picture of the blades in the pit. So we got to, let's get these losers out of here. And Val's like, yeah, that's no, cool. I know him. I'll just ask him to leave. And he's like, they'll do that for you. He's like, of course for one brief moment where he's like, yeah, I know him. I thought, Oh, maybe this is going to be a friendly rivalry movie. And then he's like, of course. And I'm like, Oh no, no, it's not. <laughs> no, of course not. Like they get friendly kind of for a second. Like you think that <laughs> it, it, it's kind of weird. Their it's... relationship goes kind of all over the place it's, it's a little really strange. fucked up the the moments of friendliness are still so aggressively nefariously weird yes I just, yes yeah. nefarious that's the word yeah it's it's strange it's it's it'll it he has a brink has a little bit of his respect because he knows brink is good like yeah. i think that's kind of what i'm getting at i'm getting out of it i think there's a lot of jealousy there and probably yeah like you said like there's probably some underlying jealousy and and and, and lust yep issues going Just on there tiny, like tiny he, bit maybe. he he wants to be brink and he also wants brink a little he's he's denying it to himself but in a few years if he you know if he if he continues on a growth path which i would not say is likely but if he does Maybe he'll finally admit to himself that that's what he wanted all along. Val just talks a bunch of shit. Oh, and then we get our first appearance of the Power Ranger. Did you catch him? Uh, couldn't miss him. Uh, <laughs> Walter he, fucking Jones. Yes. Black the Ranger The legendary himself. Walter Jones. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't I really... was a little disappointed uh, we didn't get any dancing out of him in well, this movie. It's because he he's, breaks He's his hip. really barely in it. He's... Yeah, it's really a bummer. <laughs> and also, the first time I saw it, because I'm like... And you know, like... He was a, he was a face at this time. Yeah, like this he was known. Yeah, he didn't he hadn't done Power Rangers. He left in like ninety four, ninety five ish. But he was first generation Power Rangers. Yeah. Those guys are legends. Well, and I'm just like, why is he still in high school? That was my question. <laughs> because Walter Jones doesn't fucking age apparently. No, and now I what know is that. He, what is he in his fifties yes. now? He still looks like he's in his twenties. Yes. It's ridiculous. This guy. I'm like he can just he can still play high school. I don't fucking care. They should just put him in a high school movie. But yeah, no, I love him. Doesn't do anything, but he still has that Walter Jones attitude every time he opens his mouth. And he's just the most charming motherfucker on screen. The <laughs> second he steps on screen. Yeah, yeah, he rules. I love this guy. 
of course, Val is a dick. Convince he, they they leave because they're like, oh, you guys left the pit, like meaning all four of them went to check on their friend who fucking Val made fall. <laughs> yeah. It's such a dick move. To get back at Val for being such a prick and taking over the pit, they're they're about to leave. <laughs> this is this is this is pure nineties Disney Channel yes, shit. And it is the funniest fucking part of the movie and I love it. Brink is like, you know, guys, hang on a second. He goes over and he walks up to the skateboarder and says, Hey man. Um, a a crew of a skateboarders. A crew of skateboarders. Uh he's like, Hey, uh it's all skateboarders aren't really wusses, are they? And he's like, excuse me, little motherfucker? Because these are adults, too, by the yeah. way. No, these these guys are clearly out of high school, and it's like, the fuck you say? And he's like, no, well, I don't think that at all, man. But it, it's it's true. It's it, Is it true that there are no talent inline skating wannabes? <laughs> I don't think that, of course. I don't think that at all. But that's, but that's exactly what, what those said. guys said. Yeah, then, then it cuts to the fucking skateboarders getting up in Val's face and everything. And, and, <laughs> And Val just like looks over and is like, oh, you motherfuckers. Uh, it's funny. And thus begins the little tiny prank war we got going. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, this is. Cut to the next day. It's the first day of school. But yeah, so, so it's the first day of school. And Brink comes down. He's like, what's up, fam? And dad's like, it's just not normal. <laughs> Nobody should be that happy all the time. <laughs> <laughs> the dad's energy is totally my energy in this movie. I, I'm connecting so hard with him. me too and I, I love the dad and especially especially when he starts to come around near the end yeah because i love that moment that's actually a pretty good moment it's one of my favorite parts of the movie the brink has a little sister named katie and she comes oh my in. god she's such a little shit too she's yeah this kid is great i, I love, I, I love her she's awesome she comes in and she's like god damn it do i have to go to school why can't we be homeschooled like the wyatts and mom's like the wyatts are fucking mormon why can't we be mormons if this weren't a Disney Channel movie, she totally would have been the goddamn it. She doesn't kid. actually she, say she would have been it. the little sister from Rad, who's like just dropping everything yes. she can get away with. And then the dad's like, "See, in a PG, in a PG movie, see, Katie is a normal child. It's the first day of school, and she's miserable." <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I fucking love it. You know, Brink is like moving around the kitchen at breakneck speed because he's got ADHD or something, and. He's like doing the thing. He's eating breakfast real quick. And he's like, thanks, mom. He's a nice kid. Uh, his dad goes, hey, it's the first day of school. You want to wear something that doesn't look like somebody just let the air out of it? <laughs> and then, of course, Brink is like, you know, hey, man, kids at school are down with this style. And then he's like, and, he, and it's another, he's a nice kid, right? He's like, hey, dad, how's yeah. your back today? And, you know, dad's like, I feel good enough to be going back to work and shit. He's like, oh, what's for lunch, dad? And he's like, what's your least favorite? <laughs> Baloney on white with extra mayo. That's what I made for you. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's super happy. Oh my god, this kid is indefatigable. If only, dude. Uh, only at sixteen, and I wasn't this happy at fucking sixteen. Oh, I Jesus, was a miserable no. shithead. No, I was. I hating. hated guys like this when I was sixteen. Because I still I, hate guys. I like was this. so jealous of that energy. I wanted that. I wanted to be that happy so bad, but I hated them because they were, and so. I consequently hated that level of happiness too. And there's like nothing underlying here. Like there's no, no, no deep dark secret that's going to come up and fuck him up. No. Nope. The only time he starts to get depressed is when his friends start to be mean to him. Well, and when he starts lying to him, he yeah. feels bad about lying to his he friends. He feels, yeah, and, and, and you know, he wants to help his family out and yeah, shit. Yeah, he loves his family. He loves his friends. He's up against a wall. But he, he feels not, up against yeah, a wall. He is not depressed. He just feels bad. Yeah. God he has a reason it. to. And once the yeah. reason is alleviated, it goes away. So we get to school, and, you know, Brink meets up with his friends, uh, Peter and Jordy, specifically, and they're all bummed out, and 
They're like, hey, what's wrong, guys? And Jordy's like, nothing. Nine month, nine more months of summer vacation wouldn't fix. I'm like, I feel you. <laughs> I feel you so hard. That's one of the truest lines I've ever heard in my life. Ah, oh, yes. And then they're like, Peter's like, dude, did you hear what happened to Gabriella? And they're all like, what? What happened? Like, she's fucking dead or something. But no. She gets off the bus and she's wearing a dress. I sincerely thought they were about to write her out of the script for some reason. You know? She shows up for three minutes and yeah. then fucking... And then they have to, the whole movie's actually about recruiting somebody else. <laughs> that, I, I, was, I was a little concerned that that was the route they were going. But no, she, she steps off the dress and just looks like normal, but normal teenage girl. She's a very tomboyish girl. And she hates. And she fucking hates it. And her mom is very traditional Peruvian, I guess. Yep. She's like, all the girls in Peru wear dresses on the first day of school. She's like, ma, this isn't Peru. And she's like, it is if I say it is, that kind of thing. This is some down-the-line teenage girl and her mom conflict, which is 100% authentic. I, I completely Oh, absolutely. It. If Yeah. She's like, I brought, I, brought, I brought other clothes and shit, whatever. But, of course, they're just hanging out, having fun, talking. Val and his friends come and they take Peter's shoes because he was dumb enough to hang him over the fucking rail like an idiot and they're all tied together and stuff and he's like oh dude those skateboarders that was really funny man ha 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 very sarcastic yeah, like, we knew this was gonna yeah. escalate what does Val do throws Peter's shoes up on the fucking power line or whatever and then of course Walter Jones character his name is Boomer he's like dude I thought we were just gonna mess with him he's like that's what we're doing and if you narc on me we'll know you're a bunch of wusses I got to say, um, you know, like having watched Showdown and, and a few other movies. You want somebody this, to get karate kicked This is pretty face. benign. This is pretty benign picking on, you know, like it, he's a dick. There's no question about that, but it could have been a lot worse. But he's not abusing his girlfriend that we <laughs> yeah, know of. Yeah, you know, like he doesn't, he doesn't seem like he, I mean, he seems like he probably could. Like if he, if he had a girlfriend in this movie, I'd be concerned for her. But, uh, you know, like he's not doing anything. <laughs> Like, he's yeah. doing stuff where, like, you want to punch him, but you can't justify an escalation to actual violence. Like, throwing <laughs> shoes. That's a yeah. dick move, but it's just shoes. It didn't. It's not like he threw his $200 Jordans over there. It was just, like, a shitty pair of Vans. And, you know, and, and, and it sets up, you know, where we're, we're showing how good of friends these guys are. Yeah. Because Gabriella... It's a, it's a bro moment yeah. for Gabrielle. Gabriella brought, like, a change of clothes so she didn't have to wear that fucking dress all day. And she has, like, you know, sandaly dressy shoes on and she's like here man here's my shoes like her her vans or you know and he's like dude you're gonna go through a whole day of wearing those for me and she's like yes just take it before i change my mind and then of course andy who's, who's brink he he pops in he's like see that soul skaters together there's nothing we can't do that line <laughs> is just gonna keep coming back and keep coming back uh, and keep coming back it fucking makes, soul skaters and it's so cheesy and oh, delightful so cheesy. like but you believe that they that oh yeah all four of them believe this oh yes andy is a good he, he's a good leader in that he he's he keeps towing that line until you know and that's hence the conflict of course of the movie because he uh he sells his soul a little bit um then we're in class worm guy i said more like borophil even though that doesn't really make sense <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. I didn't see that <laughs> reference coming. At least you picked one that I knew. <laughs> so they're all they're all sitting together in class, not paying attention at all. He's like, dude, we gotta one of them I can't remember who was like, we gotta retaliate, right? And then <laughs> Jordy Jordy's trying to be the voice of reason. He's like, dude, Val's nuts, so let's kind of be careful about this. <laughs> yeah. Well who although I gotta say, I didn't I would have actually pegged Jordy as the one who was gonna try and escalate too far. 
rather than <laughs> de-escalate the situation. Oh, but he's the, he's the sweet one. I just I wanted him to go a little weirder. But no, he's just dopey and lovable. I was a little disappointed by that. I wanted him to go weirder. Their grand plan. Uh, we don't know what it is exactly yet, but Gabriella like looks at Jordy and says, "Shut the fuck up." What are we gonna do to Brink? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then you know Brink has that shit-eating grin on his face and points very awkwardly to the worm. Oh farm God, there. his 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 grin and point is yeah. I didn't I didn't love it. So now it's lunchtime. This is an oh, outdoor oh, fucking all right. lunch thing. You know how thing. I feel about gross food. This <laughs> oh, you you love this. I they, did, I was not on board with this at all. They kind of devise a little plan to get Val's sandwich, and of course, you know they're worms. They fucking put worms on a sandwich. They get it back to him. He takes a bite. No, I'm not okay <laughs> with this shit. And of course, Val freaks as you would. Like yeah, and then he. Looks, I can't believe he didn't puke. This would have been a perfect puke moment. Like uh, if you were gonna do, but all right, it's a Disney. Channel it's a Disney movie. movie. We can't quite go that far. Uh, he gets up, you know, takes some milk, washes his mouth out. A teacher comes over and says, hey, Val, y'all right? Or is there a problem here? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, yeah. But he does it in like the code man way. Yeah, I thought I saw a bug or something. Because he's not going to narc because he's not a wuss. Oh, yeah, because they hold up the sign that says, don't be a wuss. And I said it like that because that's how they hold it up. Each one of them has a word. in, And they bring it up in perfect <laughs> yeah. order. Like, don't be a wuss. And all of them have the shit-eating grins at that point. And the teacher goes, get over it. And I'm like, that's really funny. That's <laughs> That teacher's a dick. <laughs> like, he's a dick, so he deserved it, but she's a dick, too. And, of course, Val. Val's all up, all in it now. He's like, oh, you, let's, go back. let's go out back. We're going to fight or whatever. And, no, they're going to challenge him. It is on, and things have become very much like Donkey Kong. <laughs> they're going to challenge him to a race at school. Dun, dun, dun. We all know where this is going. Yeah, but there's a there's a funny line that I like here. So they're 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 doing a relay race. Well, I didn't know I didn't know exactly yeah. where this was going, but you knew it wasn't going to end well. No, no. Uh, so so Brink is like talking and just jabbering on, and then Val has a good point. He's like, "Do you ever give that mouth of yours a rest?" And then Brink looks around at his friends and goes, "Do I?" And they're like, "No, <laughs> no." <laughs> so the race, of course, shit goes wrong. It's a relay race, yep. right? By the time it gets to Boomer, who is going to tag Val, Boomer hits his hip on on a fucking railing, and he's he spins out. He's fucking like grabbing it and screaming. So he's broken. I don't know if he's broken his hip or what. But Boomer is Walter Jones' character. And then of course Val doesn't give a shit. He's like, "Tag me, Boomer, you wuss." And then Brink. This sets up something that's gonna happen a couple times later in the movie. Brink runs right up to Boomer and says, "Holy shit, man, get a teacher. We need fucking. We need to figure this out. We need to make sure you're not dying. Like what? Whatever. Because he's a good kid. He is a good kid. God damn it. And it makes me like. It makes me okay with his shit shit eating grin and because he, he's, he makes he's some, a good fucking guy. God he damn makes it. some dumb selfish choices later. He does, but 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 know. because we know this about him that he's a good guy deep down and he cares about people. Even when they're not on his team, God damn it, I can't help but like the guy. <laughs> and of course, they had to write Walter Jones out because there's no way they could afford to pay him Walter Jones's face money. He pops up like one or two more times in a couple <laughs> yeah. shots. Yeah, he is so underused in this. They could have done so much more with him. I'm a little disappointed. Not gonna lie, a little bit. Me too. These days, back then, I'm just like, why is he here? He's not in high school. He was in <laughs> high school five years ago. <laughs> We're in the car with Dad now. <laughs> Brink and his dad are talking. Oh my God. I love this guy. Again, he just can't relate to his son, and he's just giving him shit every time he opens his mouth. 
He's like, we, they, they did this to us, so we had to battle. They were dissing us right back, so we were giving them beef. And then he's like, Dad, you don't understand. And he's like, no, I understand. You got dissed. You ate beef. Did I miss anything? <laughs> remember that Remember that BDE that uh, the dad from us was putting uh, off, the big dad energy? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, what, that's what we're rocking here, big dad energy. Oh, that makes me so happy. And, of course, you know. To add fuel to the fire, the car starts smoking. It doesn't it's not broken down like it still oh, works? God. I think, but that hurt my heart so bad for this dad. Like I'm just as soon as that car started smoking, it I just felt it. I just felt that dad panic. That you can't show it panic, you know. So you get angry instead and, and punch the car. Yeah. So you don't punch your child. Yep. And then he starts reading the budget, and I'm like, motherfuckers. Yeah, he could. They they cut it's like nine hundred dollars for the car. I'm like nine. Jesus Christ, nine. I wish. You could get a car repaired for $900 nowadays. Yeah, he's like, it's $900 for the car. It's going to be $300 for Katie's braces. Otherwise, she's going to have a smile. $300 for braces. Get the fuck out of here. Well, he says $300 for a night brace for Katie's braces. So I don't know what that means. (laughs) I I think it's it's a retainer. Okay. Basically. I guess yeah, that would that would track, but it's also 1998, so put that into yeah, that's true. Okay, the world three hundred dollars went a lot yeah, further back. Then. The world hadn't taken a sh- taken a shit quite yet, so yeah, like like even even Brink's getting a little sad now because you know he he overhears his parents talking about oh the money. The dad does this thing too. They he's talking to the wife, his the mom. He's like, so this is happening, this is happening, and this is happening, and your son got suspended on the first day of school for fucking skating. And he's like, how, well, I, how? We, we did mention yeah. that that's got to be a record. Speech. Oh, yeah, that's got to be a record. Like <laughs> four do, hours into the school year. <laughs> do they teach English at your school? Oh, what am I asking you for? You haven't been there long enough to find out. I'm like, geez, dad, you want to just kind of like lay off for like a second? Oh, he's bringing it hard. Yeah. But then when he when he names off all this stuff to his wife, he's like, so that was your day. And she's like, fine. Oh. They're stressed out. The dad's yeah. been laid off for, we learned, six months. So then at school the next day, our four main characters, they're talking about how their parents handled the suspensions. Okay. Gabriella's is fairly normal. We have a single parent screaming, yelling, crying, and hugging. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. And they, they love each other, and that's over. Jordy goes, my parents, there was just a lot of sitting and staring. For all I know, my parents are still in the living room, sitting <laughs> and staring. So that kind of explains why Jordy is the weirdo that he is, because his parents yeah. are... Not very good at confrontation and shit, yeah. Yeah. Then we get to Peter. Oh, boy, Peter. Poor Peter. Peter, Peter. Oh, yeah. Peter's Um, Peter's got the stepdad thing going on. mm -hmm. Mm. And he's like, it was kind of like, at my house, it was kind of like at Gabriella's house. You know, there was screaming, yelling, crying, and hugging. Only without the hugging. And Gabriella's like, at least you got two parents. He's like, no. I have (laughs) have a a mom mom and a Jerry. And a Jerry. (laughs) So I'm led to believe that Jerry is abusive and not very nice. If nothing else, he's a dick. Brink, by the way, he's also kind of trying to be a little level-headed. He's like, guys, you know, shit got kind of out of hand yesterday or the other day. So let's uh, just kind of mellow out for a little while. (laughs) Would have been good if you'd thought of that yesterday. So then the X-Blades, they all come and tell them that Boomer's ba- he's out for a while. He's definitely going to be out for the Invitational, which is a tournament that's coming up here soon. And they're holding tryouts for the team, and they're like, oh, like any of us would want to try out for Team X-Blades. And he's like, like any of you grommets have the talent. He likes to call people grommets. He says it like two or three times. They have to they have to come up with creative substitutes for... For, for dickhead, swear, fuckface. Swear yeah. words. Yeah, like, what he wants to say is any of you pieces of shit. But he can't say that because it's Disney. <laughs> And, you know, there's the sellout conversation. Just just, just to get this out of the way, when I was 12 years old, 11, 12 years old watching this movie for the first time, I'm like, yeah, soul skating, that's what I do. I don't, I don't need to get paid for this shit. It's fun. 
I enjoy, I enjoy skating. As an adult, I don't really believe in selling out. Val's a sellout because he's a dickhead. But if Brink was to get a job skating for, you know, get a sponsor skating for them and getting paid, he's not a sellout because he just loves to do it and he just happens to be getting paid for something that he loves to do. This is such a teenage perspective. Yeah, it's very black and white, very simple. It's like watching Cobra Kai. It's it's really weird because you have the 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 one school of thought and they're defense only, and then the other school of thought that's offense only, even though they're both using offense and defense anyways, and it doesn't really make any sense. I mean, it's like it, it's like the attitude of like you you have to either be on the Martin Luther King side or on the Malcolm X side. You can't just settle of, somewhere of in the middle. Yeah. Like like maturity is realizing no, there's good arguments on both sides of that. You know, those guys both had good things to say. The the sellout thing, I tend I tend to agree more with Patton Oswalt. You know, he's like he's like when I was a young man, I was just railing against selling out. But as an older man, I realize it's because nobody wanted to buy what I was selling. Yeah, that's also <laughs> true. Know? But selling out is selling out is when you do something you don't care about for the money. That's it, like it, in my view is more that. You can do what you love and get paid for it. Or compromising values. Yeah, or you can do something that you really don't believe in, but you're like, there's so much money involved, but I hate hate this, but there's so much money involved, I'm going to do it for the money. Like, that would be selling out. Again, to go back to Patton Oswalt, selling out is not a one-time thing. Selling out (laughs) is is something that you constantly have to battle with. You do that shit every day. Yeah. So selling out, whatever. Just don't be a dick. Val walks away, right? After everybody, after the four of them are like, fuck that noise, we're not going to try out for Team X-Blades, fucking losers. And Val walks away with his friends, and they're like, do you think he'll show? And he's like, oh, I know they will. Because Val <laughs> tells them all about the money and all that shit. And I'm like, how do you know Brink's poor? Fucking dick. You've been spying on him, jerking off outside of his window, huh? Probably, yeah. No, Val wants him. Back at the skate park, Pete still can't nail that fucking 540. He's falling on his ass, his head, actually. Because it's supposed to be like an upside-down 540. <laughs> Yeah. Which which seems impossible anyways, but they do it later, and it's it's pretty awesome looking. Yeah, it, it honestly, it's the one move that they pulled in that thing that I was like, okay, that's fucking impressive. Yeah, that was pretty cool. And of course, Brink's not focused. He's like falling over himself and stuff, and they're like, dude, you all right? He's like, oh, I just remembered I have this family thing, so you guys session, I'll do some of my own work on my, <laughs> on my own, and I, I gotta go. Oh, Brink. And of course, guess what he's doing? He's gonna go try out for Team X-Blades. Of course he is. He gets there, and there's a bunch of dudes just, like, skating and doing stuff, and Val is just unimpressed. He's just like, fucking A. Okay, time's up. Everybody get the fuck out of here. I'll call you if you made it. Whatever. <laughs> and then the dudes, the other dudes are like, uh, so it's too bad your secret. Well, specifically the little short guy whose name I can't remember. But yeah, he's I like, too bad your secret either. weapon was a no-show. Him and his little spiky hair. And this guy's got earring. the most uneven character in the entire movie. Because he's like, fuck Brink. And then they're on the team. He's like, you're cool, right? We're cool. We're friends. Good job, buddy. And then he's off the team again. Fuck you, Brink. This guy drifts back and forth like the tides. Brink, of course, shows up. Naturally. And and Val's like, oh, check this out, guys. I'm going to go fuck with him because we're going to let him in. I know we are, duh, but you got to go fuck with him. He's like, no way. Get the fuck out of here, you fucking grommet loser bitch. (laughs) More grommet talk. (laughs) And then he's like, okay, fine. You have 30 seconds impress me oh and also brinks really like kind of upset that he's there but then do you notice the second he starts skating he's smiling and he's just happy i appreciated that it's kind of it's kind of a nice detail i don't know if they really meant to do that but then of course you know they're like you know you're in yes it's a big secret though val's not going to tell anybody but he made brink promise that if he's not going to tell anybody about what's going on here then brink has to be nice to him yeah, this is a this is a frustrating moment because you know that shit's gonna come <laughs> it's back. Gonna you come know back, Val's gonna bite come him back. In the ass. Yeah, 
be a total fucking tool. Like, you know how that next scene is going to play out before it even gets there. As soon as he says that shit, you're like, God damn it. And then we're going to go, we're going to meet Jimmy, like, for real. We kind of got a couple lines of dialogue from Jimmy earlier on in the movie, but this guy, he's like the X-Blades boss guy. Yep. What a tool. Oh, oh my, my God. I, oh, th- this this is the most frustrating <laughs> scene to me because he's... This dude rolls in and he's like, we have a $10 million a year industry. I'm selling, I'm in 2,100 shops or something (laughs) like that. He's like, I'm making money hand over fist, motherfucker. And it's all because of Team X-Blades. And then all I can think is, and you're paying them $200 a week, you fucking piece of shit. Yep. $200 a week for a $10 million a year industry that's built entirely on their reputation. Plus more fuck if they you. win tournaments. Yeah, plus an extra 200 <laughs> Go fuck yourself. And then the dad's like, $200? Well, that's pretty good. That is shit for what you're re- you, what the value you're generating for this guy. They that's should true. be making thousands of dollars but a week off as of this. a 16-year-old kid. Get the fuck out of here. In 1998. This piece of shit. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, no, he's definitely a piece of shit. Fuck this guy. But they also get free gear and stuff, too. Go fuck yourself. He's making the gear. He's paying wholesale for it. Uh, he's paying cost for it. Yeah, but he's got to make his money. I don't have a, you know, I don't have a problem with a <laughs> business kidding. person making money. I don't. But, it, it, but when you're making that much money, fuck you. Agreed. I agree. I 100% agree. But that's not even something that I even thought about. I was just kind of like, yeah, sure, sure, whatever. That's all I could uh, think as he's, as he's going on about his $10 million a year industry. I'm like... There's then you should really be paying these kids a lot more. There's another thing that bothers me. His business practices aren't very sound. He's like, hey, uh, Brink, you want to enter into this legally binding contract with me? Yeah. Are your parents are your parents cool with this? Oh, yeah. All right on. You're welcome to Team X Blades. Yeah, there should there 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 are signatures that need to be involved in this there. Yeah, there needs to be conversations had with the parents. You don't just take the kid's fucking word for it. Yeah, bad news. But, you know, it's it's TV shorthand. You got to kind of just get along with the shit. It's fine. I can accept it. He gets home with an extra bag. And, of course, his sister's outside. She's like, hey, what's in the bag? Because she's the only one who notices things. <laughs> this little kid. <laughs> I can't believe she didn't narc on him. I know, right? I fully expected that. I fully expected the dinner table conversation to be like, so what was in that big bag of shit you brought home? <laughs> true she's too busy stuffing her face but he does the thing he's like he's like nunya she's like nunya he's like nunya business which was the first time i had ever heard that <laughs> i definitely heard that before uh but it might have been right around this time so it's it's possible that uh this may have been the source that then led to me hearing it i like it their their brother sister dynamic is fairly accurate yeah it's it's like uh rad light yeah, Brink has to hide all of his fancy X-Blade stuff so no one sees it because he hasn't told his parents. He doesn't want his friends to know. He hides it in his laundry hamper. I thought for sure this was going to lead to like a, a hilarious mishap and confronta- confrontation down the road. But yeah, it, it nothing comes of it. Not a damn thing. He puts he puts just the skates and the helmet, I guess, in there. And some of the, the clothes, probably. Probably. But, I don't yep. fucking know. Like the hamper? Come the fuck on. How was mom <laughs> not going to check that? It's the 90s. And then it's dinner time, and then you see Katie eating like a little monster, and they're like, slow down, bitch. And she's like, what's the point of having a fast metabolism if I don't use it? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm fat. I don't have one of those. And then Brink is kind of, you know, off in fucking la-la land, and he's he's like, Dad, I think it's, you know, time 
because I know you guys are having money problems and I feel like I should get a job to help out around here. And dad's like, no, no, that's a, that's a great idea. And mom's like, oh, I don't know. But dad's like, no, that's a fucking, of course dad's in on it. And, <laughs> and he's like, well, I know these kids who make some extra money skating. And dad's like, fuck no. Isn't uh, this the kid who got suspended for school on his first day for skating? Oh, no, no. He's easily he's, he's like, <laughs> he's doing for, the, that. Hmm, what was that? What was it he got suspended for? I, I just can't remember. And then little Katie's like skating. And he's thank like, you, thank honey. you, Katie. <laughs> thank you, honey. Yes. And then mom skating. And so, no, dad's dad's not in on it. He's like, what? So we, he can spend most all of his time thinking about skating instead of just most of it. <laughs> yeah. Dad's not stoked on the idea. But he's like, dad, it's $200 a week, man. That's fucking the car needs fixing and stuff. And he's like, no, you want to get a job? That's fine. But not skating. So they're both kind of right here. Like that is easy money for Brink to just bring in. Yeah. I mean, it's doing something he already loves. I get it. But I also get the dads like yeah. you literally just got in trouble for doing that shit. So, yeah, it's fair. If he hadn't if that hadn't been the case, then the dad's probably just being, a, you know, it's just like kind of an asshole. Yeah, kind of being an asshole about it. But it's a legitimate argument. I feel like that was kind of part of the reason they included that racing thing like right on the first day is to give the dad a legitimate reason yeah. to object. Cause not, not like, not like in rad where the mom is just like, no, stop that shit. Yeah. It's like, you got to go to college. Co- you got to go to college right now. Otherwise your life is ruined. Yeah. You 17 year old kid. Yeah. That 10 grand just paid for his college. I was going to say, yeah, he just won a hundred thousand fucking dollars when he won the thing and a new car. So I think, I think, I think but we're good on I think college. Crew might have made the bit, might might have made the right decision. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, just the ten thousand dollar qualifier. Yeah, in yeah. the nineteen eighties, college was like eight thousand dollars or less. Oh yeah, that's that that's a good chunk of change for a small city kid too. Yeah, that ten thousand dollars that, that that paid for his entire college. So she was just being fucking ridiculous at yeah. that point. Bad Adrian, because that's her whole fucking job. <laughs> oh, Talia Shire. <laughs> uh, anyway, so that that night brings on the phone with Pete and. You know, he Pete's telling him about what happened when after he left the session. And of course, Jerry's like, get off the fucking phone before I beat the shit out of you. He didn't say that, to, <laughs> to be fair. So I'm still on the fence about Jerry. But and, OK, yes. Again, Vegas odds. Jerry's a dick. And then Brinks Brinks just about to potentially tell Peter what's going on. Then Peter's like, dude, I have to go because Jerry's going to kill me if I don't give him the phone. <laughs> We're in home ec now. So Brink is... Still losing his mind a little bit because he just made a shitty decision that he didn't tell his friends about. And he's like, guys, did you ever notice how bacon and cake is a lot like friendship? Oh, also, what the fuck are they doing? They're covered in chocolate and flour. Yeah, no, this is this is straight (laughs) Disney Channel, like totally out of touch with, you know, like 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 theatrically overplaying. Except for Jordy, the one taking it all seriously and shit in his dumb chef hat. Who actually like he apparently knows what he's doing here. Yeah, and Gabrielle's like, dude, why are you even watching me? Like, what the fuck are you doing? But, yeah, so uh, Brink... The big T is for tablespoons, <laughs> not teaspoons. Hello. And then Brink is, you know, using the cake analogy to describe friendship. And, like, you know, it doesn't... It, it You put a lot of work into it, and sometimes it doesn't always turn out perfect, but it still tastes good. And Gabrielle's like, yeah, I told you not to eat that spoonful of frosting. You really think he's going to do the right thing here? Yeah. I was hoping. No, yeah, it was too soon. Uh, yeah, then Jordy's like, yeah, I know. I had a cousin who's not supposed to have any sugar, but then she had like four jelly beans and started bouncing off the fucking walls. Blah, blah. And then, of course, Val has to show up. And here's where the payoff to the you got to stop ragging on me in front of people line. They're like, get the fuck out of here, you dick, you jerk. And then he's like, what about you, man? What? And he looks at Brink. What about you? Do you think I'm a jerk? And of course, Brink has to be like, no, daddy, I don't think you're a jerk. <laughs> it's 
such an awful scene. Oh, I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> and then and his friends are like, dude, you just let that asshole. F-. Gabriella says, you let him slime all over you. And Brink is like, yeah, fuck him. They're just, want, they're just looking at him like, you want to wipe his ball sweat off your forehead? <laughs> and then, you know. We're, what the we're, fuck, dude? We cut to the X-Blades practice where Brink is fucking kicking ass in this run he's doing. And he's loving it. Like, he's so into he's it. He's having he, so he's, much fun. He's feeling good. And then he gets done. And then Val's like, well, one girl's like, that was rad, Brink. It was really funny. And then Val's like, what the hell was that? And He's like, if you call that going big, I'm going to quit skating. Because there was this big old thing. Uh, when he, Jimmy's like, are you prepared to go big for me? And Brink is like, as big as I, as big as you want. Val's like, if you call that going big, I'm going to quit skating. And then Brink is like, well, we're all going to miss you, buddy. And then everybody laughs. And he's like, get the fuck out of here. You need to hit it again. Hit it or vacate. And I'm not sure if he's talking about the run or his butt. I think he's, yeah, a little <laughs> of both. A little of both. And the, the, this is where the uneven characterization of that little guy comes in. He's like, dude, he's doing all right, man. And he like pats him on his shoulder as he goes. And- yeah, this fucking guy. But he goes back at it. You know, he's like, oh, all right, I guess I'll do it again. I'm not yeah. going to vacate. Oh, and then apparently it's 530 wanna- and he's late for soul skating practice. Oh, so he soul skates his way back over to the to the pit. <laughs> and the guys yeah. are all like, the fuck, bro? You're two hours late, man. And, you know, he gets there and they all heard that Val finally found a replacement and Brink is like, yeah, yeah, I heard it was a big guy, like Korean or Native American or something. <laughs> like, dude, you know this is going to come back and bite you in the ass. But I will say Very. he's not as short-sighted as I thought because it turns out he actually does have a plan uh, for how to get out of, you know, like doing the competition with <laughs> it's them. A, it's a dumb plan. It's a dumb plan, but I didn't think he had any plan. I thought he was just like bullshitting his way through it and that eventually it was just he was going to get there and be like, I don't know what to do, but he had a plan. I don't know how he has the energy because he gets home oh from practice and stuff, and his dad's, like, trying to fix the car, and he's he's like, I'm tired, Dad. It's okay. I'll live. And he's like, oh, you know, uh, I got you a job, so Good yay. news. Good news. <laughs> he's like, Dad, I don't really have time for a job right now. And he's like, why? Don't tell me skating because you know what I'm going to say about that. And he's like, well, when do I start? And it's puppy grooming. Of, it's called Pup and Suds. It's a dog grooming place. So then we get the working too hard montage because he has school, two skating practices, and a part-time job. Yeah, this is this is the exhaustion montage, and I'm watching this just going, I just kill myself. But just, he's probably doing pretty well money-wise because <laughs> he's getting two hundred a week, two hundred a week from X Blades, and then and then the like fucking Pup and Suds thirty-five dollars yeah. a week from working one hour a day at pup and stuff yeah he was only there for like an hour and a half like one day yeah. at the, on the clock it was weird yeah and then after the You're montage right. he is gonna have to save up for four months to buy skates <laughs> at yeah. that rate after the after the working too hard montage pete comes over to brink's house because you know brink is sick air quote sick it's the day of the invitational it's a problem because brink is on two teams and all you know so he's yeah. got so he's yeah, pretending it's... to be sick and peter's like uh, we'll just go down and check it out anyways. And Brink jumps up. He's like, no. Oh, God. Oh, God. Don't do that. Oh, oh gee. Uh, you need to practice that. You guys, yeah, yeah, you you guys practice. just session instead. Session. Like, that's right. Oh, sorry. Session. And he's like, okay, we'll do that. Just get better. All right. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so Peter leaves and Brink takes off the heating pad and fucking, uh, I don't know how he's not dead being all heated up and fucking <laughs> and tired. And he's probably dehydrated for real. But anyways, we get to the tournament, the invitational. 
I thought he was actually sick there for a second. I didn't realize <laughs> it was all part of an elaborate scheme. Wow. They tr- he tricked you, too, huh? He did. He you're, did. You're as dumb as Peter. Apparently, yeah. The others are sessioning, obviously, and then they... Uh, they're Obviously, they have to decide to go to the fucking tournament, right? Naturally, uh, because how else would we get the third act conflict? And Brink shows up at the tournament, and he's got sunglasses, and Val's like, hey, you're fucking late, because Brink has some time management issues here. He's like, you're fucking... He's late for everything. He's late for days. everything. He's like, you're late, and what's with the shades, man? And Brink is like, it's a look, man. There's nothing wrong with a look. And, you know, that he, look... He's he got goes. a response to it, but I can't remember what it was. It was something like... A look better come with some skating or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that look of yours better come with some skating attached. <laughs> there we go. And, you know, of course it does, because Brink fucking rules. It's yeah. it's a vert competition, and the and it's... Brink rules the vert. It's established that the soul skaters are the best on the vert. Uh, so he gets a really high score. Just in time for his Just in time up. for his friends to show up and... They're like, he's not Korean. <laughs> he's not Korean. It's like, oh, he doesn't look Korean, and Gabrielle's like, that's because he's not. Because apparently like, she's the only one who's like, I know that face. I know something's going on here. And then she pushes him down. She's like, I knew it. After he gets 200 extra dollars for winning. Like he's doing him a favor. He he <laughs> palms him 200 extra bucks. This multi-millionaire piece of shit. 200 bucks. God damn it. I'm so mad about that. <laughs> oh, God. And then, you know, Brink's friends, obviously, they're going to bail on him because fuck. And then Brink decides, he's like, oh, God, I can't do this anymore. Throws the helmet back at Val. And he walks away. He's He quits X-Blades. Air quotes, quits again. And then Jimmy's like, oh, shit. Well, there goes our fourth member. And Val's like, I don't think so, man. Because Val's a psycho and has... He'll be back. He has some plans. We're at the boardwalk and our soul skating friends, they're all talking about a new fourth member. They're going through all these like, oh, this guy's a poser. This guy's okay, but... We'll get him to sign up with us, and then we'll just keep on rotating ourselves in. But who can do the downhill downhill course? Who can do the downhill course? And Brink shows up, and he's like, what about me? And they're like, all right. And he's like, can no, I sit no, down? Yeah. <laughs> can I sit down? And then and they're like, yeah, that's cool. And then he sits down, and they all get up and leave. It's almost like he hurt their feelings or something. I'm like, he kind of deserves it, but ouch. Yeah. Like, I feel for him a little no, bit. No, that was a cold move, but I get it. And then Val shows up just as they leave, and he's like, you know what? You bailed on them, and you bailed on oh, me. Right. The you difference is, I'm willing to be your friend again, and we've got a fucking tournament to win, man. Your friend? You're a dick. You were never his friend. Yeah, and then this is where he gets kind of, like, friendly with him, right? Yeah. And, and, like, then, and I'm on like, the what is happening? We're sending very mixed signals here. Yeah, it's, it's very strange. Of course he's going to go to Val when Val's like, it's all right, we can be friends. After that, after that get up and walk <laughs> yeah. out on you move. And then we get the first of two pretty decent father-son conversations. First of two? I thought this was the the big one. This is not the big one. This is almost the big one. Okay. Because Brink is sad now. Dad and mom are cooking dinner. Oh, is this the porch one? Yeah. Okay, right. All right, all right, all right. This sets sets kind of the tone for the next one we're going to have. The next Um, one's the big one. The next one's a good one. Yeah, because he's like, and now dad's like, it's just not normal. Nobody should be that depressed all the time. And mom's like, dude, were you just not bitching about how he was too happy? And he's like, yeah, but I figured he would settle somewhere in the middle. And I'm like, fair enough. Fair enough. I I, I understand where he's coming from, but dude, yeah. you gotta you gotta ease up a bit. <laughs> this guy's just in crisis mode. He needs to get back to work. That's what needs to happen. He really, really does. And mom's like, dude, he needs you. You need to go talk to him. And he's like, me? Talk to Brink? With words? He does this. Oh, he he's so good in this scene. He does this expression where you see his, you see that he's really just a big man child who needs his wife 
to tell him to do the right thing and he he gets this kind of expression on his face you know like he doesn't say that he doesn't do that sound (laughs) but but the expression on his face is just like but i don't want (laughs) to just do it (laughs) it's so he's really good in this scene uh so yeah so he goes out and he's like, hey, uh, I haven't seen your friends around for a while. And he's like, dude, I just, I don't really want to talk about it. So he, he's like, it's fine. And he's like, is it fine as in good or fine as in leave me alone? And he's like, yeah, I don't want to talk about it. And dad's like, okay, okay. It's none of my business. And then he kind of starts to walk away. And then he stops and just takes a deep breath and goes, this is the part that I like. I like this. And he's like, except you're my son. And taking care of you is my business, so you can tell me or not tell me, that's okay, but I'm here if you ever need to, basically he says, I'm here if you ever need to talk about it. And I'm like, come on, uh, I get a little, get a little choked up a little bit, get, getting a little, getting a little tear Although start. I, I will say my rational side is kind of going, the problem here, of course, you know, like, and, and this is, you know, like, I say this like I'm all got some shit figured out the only reason i have shit figured out is because i've already made all those mistakes i've already fucked that shit up and now i can look (laughs) back at it with a little perspective the problem here is of course he hasn't he hasn't established himself as a safe environment for brink to talk to so of course brink's not going to talk to him like that that's the reason you need to create that safe space for your kids is so that when the crisis does happen they know that they're safe to come talk to you and be open with you. And I fucked that up as a parent and dad's fucking it up too. So of course Brink's having a hard time opening up to him. It's a, it's a very nineties dad thing. It is. At least he comes around eventually and tries to relate to his son and get on his level a little bit. Oh, this guy's doing his best. I, I, I really do think he's doing his best. It's just one of those things where, you know, it's like we have more knowledge now. And yeah, 20... I, I just learned this shit recently, you know, like I just learned this shit within the last few years. Yeah, this was 25 years ago. So yeah. let's yeah. So like, I'm not, I am no, I'm, if anything, I'm probably, I, I was probably worse dead than this guy. But, you know, like if, if I can give advice to people who are not yet parents or, or who, who still have kids who are in that formative stage where you, you have the ability to change it, let your kids know that you're a safe space for them to talk to before they need it establish that before it becomes a crisis moment that way when the crisis moment happens they'll know you're safe to talk to fucking crazy right uh i wish i had had somebody i could hear that from when i was young i'm not saying nobody was <laughs> saying it i'm saying nobody who i could hear it from was saying it. yeah that sounds fair so we're gonna cut to the downhill course so our soul skating pals no it's not it's not our soul skating pals we're at the downhill course brink yeah this is this is, is the there blades. with with the x blades and val's like have All we right. mentioned the spelling of x yeah yeah i brought it up it's b-l-a-d-z <laughs> okay i must have, i i missed you saying it but that is so perfectly 90s it's extreme <laughs> so val's like, reminds me of skitchin yeah, right. The, the game that I didn't believe existed until I found it on my RetroPie. And it literally is just Road Rash with skateboards and shit. Val is trying to, like, I don't know what he's doing. He's, like, giving him an inf- insp- inspirational speech and then fucking inspirational for Val is, like, you guys better not <laughs> fuck this up or I'll beat the shit out of you. Yeah. And then, Inspirational is pretty relative. Here. And then Brink is kind of off in his own little world again, just kind of, like, looking around. He's looking at something. And Val's, like, Earth to Brink. And, like, what are you looking at? Brink's, like, I just, I'm just thinking about. How much fun it would be 
to go over this thing and over the roof and land down on the road. I'm like, whose roof are you going on, first of all, kid? And then, Whose roof are you fucking up? Yeah. <laughs> Who's going to need to file an, a homeowner's claim because of you, you energetic little bastard? <laughs> and then Val's like, we're not here for fun. And then Brink's like, oh, no, what have I gotten myself into? <laughs> Oh, yeah, Val's, like, borderline sociopathic. And then the Soul Skaters show up. They made a decision right before Brink came to sit with them at the boardwalk that they were going to go see who could do the downhill course. So they get there, and of course the X-Blades are there being dicks, and they're like, why don't you get the fuck out of here? We'll give it back to you when when we're done with it. And they're like, when's that going to be? Of course it was Jordy. When's that going to be? Because he's innocent thinking he's going to get an actual answer. <laughs> and the dude's like, after the tournament, har, har, har. And they're like, why don't you get the fuck out of here? Why don't She's like, it's a free country. And he's like, well, if you don't like it, this is Val. If you don't like it, why don't you go back to Mexico? And then she's like, I'm from Peru, dick. Except she says, it's stupido. I just can't say it like she did, so I didn't want to. It's like, all right, Val's just ratcheting up the douchebaggery and it gets fucking worse it's not even douche eyes oh, he's, he's just such a cock it gets worse here in a minute so they're gonna have a race one one person from each team they're gonna race for the to to see who gets to stay on the downhill course and practice yeah so gabrielle is like oh which I'm is racing. already yeah. bad enough like yeah like this is already bad enough the fact that he's like you have to race us in order to have the right to be on this public hill like, fuck you for that right off the bat. Also very dangerous right now, because it's not closed yeah. down. It's just a yeah, road. This is just a street. Yeah, so Gabrielle's like, uh, I'm racing for my team. And everybody's like, ha, 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 you're a girl. And then, of course, Val's a huge prick, and he's like, hey, Brink, you're going. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? Uh, and he's what like, a- I'm not doing that. And he's like, yes, you are, motherfucker. Just remember, hey, there's a turn down on this street. Stay to the outside. He's like, what? You never stay to the outside of a turn. He's like, just do it. Ooh, yeah, Val's up oh, to something. This, this guy's a. This is where he becomes a full-on piece of shit. Like up till now, he's just a dick, but at this point, <laughs> full-on piece of shit. So the race starts, and it's pretty intense already. But Brink is having a good it, time because it's, it's quite intense, and it's, it's they're going so fast. And, and Gabrielle, like at the beginning, she's like, "Don't hold back." Yeah, don't hold back. And he's like, "All right." He has enough respect for her to at least do that. And then, you know, she jumps over a fucking truck and shit. Oh, she's a full-on badass. This is why I was so sure that in the final competition, he was going to be like, it needs to be you. Again, she's a girl. So Val sabotages the whole thing here. Gabriella gets a couple of good tricks in there. And then Brink is like, hey, there's this turn. Stay to the outside. She's like, yeah, right. And then what happened was Val decided to throw a bunch of little pebbles all over the ground. There's like this decorative gravel in a flower bed that's like right on the edge of the corner. And he just throws it out like, you know, like it got blown out or something. And as you know, those small wheels on like skateboards and rollerblades and shit are not made for off-roading. No. So you hit a rock or anything and you're fucked. And And she is. And that is a legit stunt also. Yes. (laughs) So Uh, she falls. An actual stunt woman did that. Yeah. And it looks Horrible. And she is ragdolling. Oh, man. And just, ooh. Yeah. It's and, it's not a good scene. Yeah. So she's all cut I mean, up. It is a good scene. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's a good scene. It's like a well done yeah, scene. They did it well. But yeah, she's all cut up and fucked up. And of course, Brink is like, what the fuck, dude? What'd you do? And then the other the other guys are like, um, yeah, Brink, what the fuck? And then Val's pissed with Brink because Brink is concerned for his friend and goes oh, yeah. back and. Because you can't, you can never finish the race when somebody's down. Dumbass. Yeah. So, you know, once again, like, even through his uh, 
misguided moments. Brink's a good guy. And then it's either that night or another the next day or whatever. So at some point, Brink goes to visit Gabriella at her house just as the other two are leaving. They're obviously not happy with him. And he's like, how is she? And they're like, not dead. No thanks to you. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> So he goes and knocks on the door and, you know, her mom answers and she's like, oh, Brink, you should go talk to her. And he's like, I did. uh, uh, uh." And then she's like, no, it'll be good. Get your fucking ass in here. (laughs) And then this is another instance where I'm like, God, I am too old to completely agree with these children. (laughs) Because, you know, the we all need the money. What does that have to do with it? It's a everything a lot, actually. And I know as a teenager, everything's mostly provided for you and all that shit. So you don't really understand God, but I mean, like fear of losing your home, you know? Yeah. The that's, I, that's fucking scary. I understand. And the it's I, a reality that yeah. people are now having to deal with in droves who thought it would never affect them. I understand the idealism of like I the do. teenage mind and stuff. So I get, I get it. it. But like at, I get it in the context of the movie. But in sure. real life, my practical brain is like, oh, fuck, you are so wrong, kid. You're such a child. <laughs> You're such an he's such an innocent. But yeah, so this this kind of gets Brink thinking. And this, now we cut to the garage where we get the real father-son conversation. Brink is sitting in the garage. The dad goes out there and he's like, hey, what you doing? And Brink's just like, I'm just looking at some of my old skates. And he's like, why didn't you ever, why didn't you and mom ever throw this stuff away? And he's like, oh, well, maybe we th- we're thinking about having another kid. And this made me laugh because I'm, I'm, I'm this guy. He's like, <laughs> and maybe we're a couple of pack rats who would just never throw away anything. <laughs> yeah, that hit a little close to home. They get to talking a little bit and he's like, you know, how's Gabriella? And Brink's like, what? What do you mean? What 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 do you mean by how he's like you know mom called Gordy's mom Jordy's mom not Gordy he's not a pig uh, mom called Jordy's mom because apparently it's, of course it's not, you remember that fucking movie <laughs> it's not it's not said but I'm like mom's concerned about how depressed Brink is and why they haven't seen the friends she called his friend's mom to see what the fuck's going on huh yeah a little bit <laughs> yeah mom's mom's trying to stay on top of it because dad's yep. a lunkhead which yep. is very on brand for nineties comedy he finally admits he's like dad i did what you told me not to do i tried out for t-max blades and stuff and he's like oh i told you not to like what the fuck dude he's like you know we really needed the money and stuff and and then the dad kind of saw he immediately softens up because he sees that the kid was like doing it for the right reasons and he's like you know we didn't need you we didn't need the money so bad that we needed you to disobey us don't really like the wording but i get what he's get what he means i mean that's also very on brand for 90s dad obedience yes and then Brink is like, you know, I didn't just do it for the money and stuff. I really wanted to be on Team X Blades. I wanted to be in magazines. I wanted to be somebody. And this is where the dad, he's like, you know, I get that. Here's the message of the here's, movie. Here's the good one. Yes. Dad's like, you know, I've been uh, I've been like laid off for the past six months. But I used to I used to love going up to people and shaking hands and saying, hey, I'm Ralph Brinker. I'm the construction foreman. I used to love saying that because I equated my self-worth and myself with what I did, but then I was laid off for these six months and I had to, you know, I wasn't a construction foreman anymore. So what the fuck was I? And, you know, he basically had to grapple with the fact that he was in fact a father and a husband and all that shit. He looks at Brink and he says, you are, def- I, it's, it's, it's good. And it always, it always gets me a little teary. He's like, you're defined by the company you keep and how well you keep it. Meaning like the people around you and shit. If you wake up tomorrow and never skate again, like kids who skate, California's filthy with them. I love that. <laughs> it's like you know it's it's it doesn't matter if you skate or you don't skate skating is what you do it's not who you are 
that that kind of thing. You're so, a good son and you're it, a oh, good friend. Oh, that that kills me every time. You're a good son and you are a good friend. Ah, oh my god. And then just thinking about it now, it gets me all tingly. And then Dad's also like, "So I hear there's like a tournament this weekend. Are you going to compete?" And he's like, "I don't know, man." He's like, well, if you do, I'd like to be there. It sounds kind of cool. And he's like, "Oh shit, really?" <laughs> so his dad's really trying hard to support him. It's nice. It's a nice moment. It's pretty sweet. We have too few moments like that in our real lives. Yeah. So. It's, a, it's a good moment. It's really good. And then they kind of walk him back to the house. He's like, do we just have a conversation? <laughs> first, first he goes, all right, now let's split for the pad. He's trying, oh, yeah. to, he's trying to use the lingo. He's like, dad, you and I both know that nobody talks like that anymore. And then as they're walking, he's like, the dad's like, did we just come dangerously close to having a conversation? <laughs> and then Brink is like, yeah, don't tell mom. Wouldn't <laughs> want to get her hopes up. Yeah. It's good. It's good stuff. Oh, it's God. A, it's a really sweet scene. And, you know, it, it's the scene that this movie absolutely had to have. Oh, God. In yeah. order to in, in order to get to the heart of, of what we're of what's going on here. Because now Brink has made his decision. He goes to the boardwalk. Val and the rest of the X-Blades are there with some girls. They're passing around milkshakes. Somebody puts a strawberry milkshake in front of Val. He says, who gave me strawberry? Do I look like I'm wearing a dress? I get chocolate. <laughs> what the fuck yeah. does that mean? Val is struggling <laughs> with some shit internally because uh, I hate to break to you. Strawberry deliciousness does not have a gender. <laughs> like I prefer chocolate, but I'm not going to be like, well, you like strawberry gay. If you're that insecure about your masculinity, I think you've got some things you need to you need to examine about yourself there, brother. You know what upsets me most, though? Hmm. That when Brink shows up, he throws the skates right on top of the pizza. Yeah. That, that made a, me sad. That bothered me a little bit, too. I'm like, come on, man. There are other people eating that <laughs> pizza. Yeah, Val's a tool, but not everybody at this table is the problem. And he's like, fuck you guys. Fuck all your stupid equipment. I, I'd give you back the clothes, but I threw them in a dumpster I found on the way here. Like, you're probably going to end up paying for that, Brink, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Brink throws a chocolate milkshake in Val's face. It should have been strawberry. It absolutely 100,000% should have been a strawberry shake. Missed opportunity. Yep. And he's like, I'll see you at the tournament. And Val, he's he's letting his he's letting his gay flag fly a little bit. He's like, oh, we'll get it on for sure. No, he's like, you're dead. And then Walter <laughs> Jones saves his ass. Yeah, he does. Yeah, because <laughs> he's the level-headed X-Blade guy. Well, also, you know, it's like Brink was there for him when Val just ditched his ass. So it would not surprise me if he's got a little bit a little bit of uh, uh, maybe unrecognized loyalty to Brink over oh, yeah, Val yeah. there. Then we cut to the Soul Skaters. They're at the pit. They're practicing, except for Gabriella, who can't skate for another few days until the weekend. Jordy, then he's just being the catastrophizer now. He's just like, oh, God, well, what's the fucking point? There's only three of us. What the fuck? And then, and then Peter, in the funniest line delivery in the whole movie, <laughs> Jordy's like, what's the point? And he's like, because it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> They need their leader back. Yeah, they, they really definitely do. do. Especially they're, now. They're a bit adrift. Because he Peter goes and tries to do a trick, and then he breaks his fucking skate, and he's like, I can't fix this. And then Brink shows up like a fucking hero. And he's like, <laughs> hey, man, I got you new skates and new shirts. I'm your sponsor now because I work for Team Pup and Suds, and I had to get all this shit. Uh, I, I had to get my pay in advance four months to get you guys all this stuff. Once again, capitalism run amok. <laughs> the Pup and Suds owner should be paying for that advertising. Well, 
You are correct. You don't have your employee pay for your advertising out of their paycheck. But that when, is wrong. When they win, maybe it'll maybe it'll change some stuff. Somehow I doubt it. Because we never. I'm not loving the the hyper capitalist <laughs> attitude at play. We never got a movie. sequel to this, so I'm not exactly crying about that, <laughs> but. I don't know. It would have been fine, I'm sure. They all make up. Brink's about to leave. He's like, good luck at the tournament, guys. And then Gabrielle's like, hey, did you really throw that vanilla milkshake in Val's face? And he's like, chocolate, strawberry, god damn it. And it's tournament time. And they're soul skaters. I don't know why I wrote that down. He says something. (laughs) He says something else. Soul skaters, remember, together there's nothing we can't do. And just remember also that skating is what we do, not who we are. Gets a little heavy-handed there for a second, but... uh... But it's a good message. It's a good message. I'm fine with it. And then, of course, Val and the other X-Blades guys have to come and fuck with them. Oh, it's Team Puffin Suds. Oh, what's going to happen when you guys lose? Oh, hoo, hoo, at least we had a good time. All that shit. God, he's a dick. Gabriella hasn't skated for four days, and Val makes that perfectly clear. He's like, she hasn't skated for four days. She's got nothing, he says. Well, it turns out. <laughs> it turns out she fucking rules. She doesn't need that. She doesn't need those four days. She still gets the lowest score of this entire section of the movie. Well, uh, she gets a ninety because she's a girl. Ninety-three, yeah, yeah. She gets a ninety-three. Everybody else is like ninety-eight, ninety-seven, ninety-five. Hey, Brink gets an eighty-nine. Oh yeah, that's (laughs) that's right. His initial score is because he fucking cracks under the pressure. Like he's doing okay, and then he fucking misses this grind and just goes down on one knee. Yeah. So he, yeah, which we had to have that moment, but. Like, you kind of know it's bullshit at we this had, point. We had this, to have them mighty ducks their way into the fucking final yeah, race. Yeah, <laughs> this isn't exactly difficult to predict where this movie's going. And then Brink goes and finds his mom and his sister. Dad is at the construction site, so yes. something might happen there. Oh, shit. Yeah, that, that provides about 12 seconds of drama. <laughs> Katie's like, hey, can I give you some advice? And he's like, yeah, what's up? Very receptive to his sister. Like, he's listening to her. It's kind of <laughs> cute. She's like, skate better. And he's like, oh, shit. That's it. That's all I have to do. Why didn't better. I think of that? <laughs> and then there's a montage. Now so, we're now we're talking. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is what we're missing. And it's it's the street competition montage. Did not love the music. It works for what it it's, is. It's yeah. fine. It's just completely unremarkable. I I wanted a thunder in your heart or something like that. It's a Disney Channel movie. I man. know. I know <laughs> I'm expecting too much, but fuck, you know, like put some effort into a montage. The skating was great. Yeah, yeah, they got they got like legit skaters and the tricks, everything's going well. The yeah. skating looked great. Give me a fucking banger, man. Maybe they thought it was a banger. Well, they're maybe wrong. It, maybe it's a banger to somebody. Oh, you know who I was listening to on the way home who who came up on my playlist on or not the way home, the way over here today. Shania Twain. Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. They were a thing back then. You could have thrown some shit like that, like some they're already playing a ton of ska in this movie. That would have required money. Oh yeah, that's and right. the Mighty Mighty Boston's were pretty, pretty, a pretty big deal back then. I would just like to hear like some, you know, like some really. Ah, I just wanted better. I wanted better music for this. The music is so mediocre. After the competition, though, after the street competition, they're in fourth place. No, that's not the street. Is that what it's called? Street. Yeah, street invert. Okay, right. Okay, they call it street, but it's basically them doing a bunch of ramps and shit. But then the vert is is, is just the half, the half pipe. pipe. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Man, you really didn't play Tony Hawk at all, did you? No. I God have damn no it. fucking clue. You know what you're going to do? I like watching it. It's you're not go, like... You're going home right now. Fuck, fuck whatever you have to do this afternoon. It's you're my gonna... nephew's birthday. Fuck him. <laughs> what, what, what? How many... How old is he? How many birthdays is he going to have? I think it's his 17th or his 16th. Oh, he's had, he's had fucking several before. Who cares? He'll understand. 
if you go home and play Tony Hawk's Pro Skater instead, because you need to learn about this. There's going to be good food too. My my my. I'm pretty sure my nephew, the one whose birthday it is, is cooking, and he's an amazing cook. Just order Pizza Hut and play video oh, games. Get the fuck. Oh jeez. <laughs> Anyways, okay. So dad comes back. He gets his job back. Everybody's yay. They're not going to be fucking broke and sad anymore. Now they're just going to be like normal poor. And it's Brink's turn to, at this point, to do the vert cop, the, uh, the half pipe, basically. And, you know, it's, it's fine. Everybody knows we rule at vert. And he does. He doesn't fall this time. He doesn't fuck it up at all. And there's another montage. This one's a little set, close. It's set to a ballad. This montage. I'm not loving the montage music. I, I guess we can assume that Pup and Suds made their way to third place during the vert competition, but it's still not quite enough to get them into that second place spot because these this other team is just kicking ass. And this and dude, then, they're like, if, if this guy even pulls off like an okay run, they're in. And like, he does this backflip thing and Gabrielle's like, well, that's it for us. <laughs> but then they luck into him fucking up and falling down and kind of hurting himself a little bit so he can't continue he, the competition. Yeah, he seems to have knocked himself unconscious but only briefly and he's and he gets up and walks away from it. He's alive, but he this, they're from out. this fucking team that we ne- have never been mentioned at this point in the movie. But the only way they're going to be able to really Oh, they oh, so they must still be in fourth place. Yeah. Oh shit. Peter has to Peter come in has and to kick ass. Nail it. And he lands that fucking 540 and you mentioned like him landing kind of low and they mentioned like oh that low landing well but that was a that was a different move that he did yeah he he landed the low landing and then they say he is he's gonna have to pull off something pretty pretty incredible to make up for that yeah and then he does it's like a a completely upside down 540 i'm like what the fuck do you even do that it looked great whoever they got to do that stunt really nailed it yeah that's fucking insane it looks cool i can't even go up or down a ramp so Especially now. No, I wouldn't even want to try at this point. I'd be terrified. So if I fall, I'm breaking a hip. Yeah, no shit, dude. So Peter kicks ass and he dances his way. You know, they they win. He gets a 98 too. So now it's time for the downhill race. Of course, it's Brink versus Val. The final yeah, showdown. It's gonna happen. It's no hell track, but it'll do. No, it is no hell. <laughs> no, it's not a great race. It's, fine. it's okay. This ra- the race is probably the most anticlimactic sequence of the whole. Thing. Oh, and this is where Brink tells everybody, win or lose, skating is what we do, not who we are. And they're like, that's deep, man. So him and Val line up right at the starting line. And <laughs> basically Val's like, you going to cry when you lose? And Brink is like, dude, you know, I want to win. But if I don't, it's fine. Win or lose, at the end of the day, I'm not you, so it's still a good day. Like, <laughs> that's kind of funny. And then the race starts. So they're, they're, they're racing. They get to a blind turn where there's no cameras, because you people can't just be, like, watching this thing, because it's, like, a street. It's not, like, an actual course. Val's, like, beating the shit out of Brink, trying to, like, punch him and hit him and stuff. The cameras pop on. Val swings his arm, falls over some hay, and, of course, Brink has to Stop immediately go back and, and check him sure out. He's okay. Okay, so Val's a fucking cheater. Yes, we'll we'll get to that in a second. And Val goes, you never had the brains to finish, to, to finish a race when somebody was down? He's like, yeah, man, I don't know. And he's like, that's what I was counting on. Val grabs him, pulls him down. The cameramen are watching the whole thing. Recording the whole thing. So Brink makes up for Val cheating by also cheating, technically. <laughs> and going off course through an yeah, alley. Yeah, he does the thing that he was, like, checking out earlier Yeah, when they were there. And then he does, like, Gabri- he jumps over something, and Gabriel's like, my move, my move. I'm like, no, it's not. You jumped over a truck. Yeah, she went off like this ramp over a truck, <laughs> and and he kind of, you know, like he comes off of a thing and jumps down into the street, like right 
at the level of Val, it's not really her move. No one mentions the fact that Brink also cheats because nope. Brink wins. Yep. And a bunch of people, you can hear a bunch of people going, going to Val, you're a cheater, you're a cheater, fuck you, you're a cheater. <laughs> Nobody brings up anything about Brink cheating. So what I would have liked to see, I don't really want to rewrite it, you know, I don't like doing that, but what I would have liked to see is something where they both did this thing Either they both did the thing and it's maybe that's what's off screen. They both cheated, so it just kind of like cancels the other one out. Or Brink doesn't do that, but he has to do the thing because he mentioned it earlier. But if he doesn't do the thing, then Val wins, but then he ends up losing because they catch him cheating. Yeah, it's not perfect. No, it's not perfect. It's it's a decent ending. Everybody's happy. It's fine. Everybody's super excited. And, you, you know, you get that winning scene and the trophy and Val's off the team, you know. Um, Val fucking just walks away. Then, of course, Jimmy walks right up to right up to Brink and goes, hey, hey, you're in. Val's out. The cheating stuff's no good. It's bad. It's naughty. He's a naughty little boy. I'm going to spank him later, but I'm going to let you be the <laughs> captain of the team. And then and then he he's just like, eh, wasn't having any fun when yeah. I was on the team. I was, on, I was on Team X-Blades once. It wasn't any fun. Take care of yourself, Jimmy. They win. The Soul Skaters win. And he literally screams the last words in the movie. Soul Skaters! Yeah, uh, you were not lying about that being in heavy rotation. <laughs> I fucking told you! And then, did you listen to the closing credit song at all? It is bad and hilarious. <laughs> It's not a licensed song like they were using. It's a fucking song they wrote for the movie. And it oh, is no. oh so... that's right. It is an original, and it's all about Brink. Brink. Him. Like, Brink, he's a man, fucking does stuff that skater boys can. I don't remember what the words were. <laughs> I did get a little bit of it, and I was like, wow, this is, this is rough. Somebody took the time to write an original for Brink. Come on, Brink. Uh, we also didn't mention that this is technically based on a short story called Hans Brinker and the Silver Skates. It's about ice skating, and I don't actually know what the plot is. <laughs> really? But, yeah. So that's okay. a thing. Just in case anybody's like, who these fucking Hans idiots? Hans Brinker? Yeah. It was like from the 1800s or something. Oh, really? Yeah. What? Yeah. Whoa. Okay, wild. Why? Maybe there's some integral tie between the two that cannot be extracted. But whatever. My final thoughts. This is not a good movie, but it is a fun movie. I probably won't be watching it again repeatedly. If someone was like, hey, I want to watch that with you, I probably wouldn't object. Unless I was just really not in the mood. Like, it's it's fine. And it's there is some fun to be had here. This is definitely a nostalgia trip for you. Oh, yeah. And I've, it's not yeah. for me. But I didn't hate it. You just have to make sure, if you're going to watch this, make sure... You're in the right headspace. This is a Disney Channel original movie. This is not a movie. 
Do not judge this by cinematic standards. Before I throw my final thoughts, the plot of Hans Brinker and the Silver Skates goes like this, according to almabooks.com. I don't know what that is, but whatever. As their father is sick, Hans Brinker and his younger sister Gretel must work to support their family. Despite this life of poverty, they long to take part in the annual ice skating races on the frozen canal where the victors win magnificent silver skates. That doesn't sound related in any fucking way. <laughs> it just says, Other than that there's a competition. Does that mean every movie about a competition needs to be based on some old competition story, like whatever one came first? Maybe they got sued. It's the Brink thing. That's it. They wanted to call it Brink, and that story was close enough and had the Brink thing and in skates the name. and a competition uh, and f- and p- an impoverished family. They weren't impoverished though. They were middle class as it gets. I know. Anyways, my final thoughts, yes, lots of nostalgia. I still love this movie. I'll watch this movie all the time because I just do that. That's Because I like it yeah. quite a bit. You're a nostalgia fiend for sure. Oh, I really am. Things back when my life, when I perceived my life as simpler, even though it also sucked back then. <laughs> uh, you know, well. so I love this movie. Watch it if you feel like it. That's my general consensus. If you don't give a shit, then don't. But fuck you because you might have a little fun. There's definitely fun to be had. I I cannot deny it. It's cheesy and dumb, and it might make your girlfriend not horny at all. That's very possible, yeah. Unless, you know, unless she's the right type of person. Some people. If she likes the fruit booters, that's... The fruit booters? Yeah, uh, I used to get made fun of a lot by my skateboarding friends for rollerblading, and they called us fruit boots. Oh, okay. All right, well, how very not PC. (laughs) Not at all. Um... (laughs) So yeah, that's Brink. That is Brink. That's Brink. That's it. Um, We're going to come at you next time. Whenever that next time might be. So social media shit. You can follow us on everything at the Shark Pod. If you want to give us some money, you can do that at patreon.com slash Hollywood, where we have all sorts of exclusive content for you. Patreon.com slash Hollywood. Give us some money and maybe we'll be more inclined to work on this shit. Dick. <laughs> and you can expect more abuse <laughs> like that on Patreon, on our, on our Patreon channel. But I think we're done. So... Until then, stay jawsome.